This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug Hayes, Andy Rappers, Screaming Baby, Sticking Secrets, Drifty as a pop art journal in his feet, there's still not one that he won't sleep Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies, this is Doug Loves Movies, coming to you from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles on Tuesday, August 9th, to Ocean's Eleven, apologies to any babies or prophets who were offended by last week's show, and thanks to everyone who came out uh, to the Boner episode taping of Douglas movies at the at the Comedy Factory in Baltimore, Maryland, available soon or now on iTunes for $2. My flight to Baltimore was delayed, you guys. We had to start the show late, start about an hour or so late. I didn't eat dinner cuz we raced over to the club and 
people sent up drinks right away. <laughs> so I got, I was blackout drunk by halfway through the show. Like I had to listen to the show to find out what happened after about halfway through. I only remember to a certain point. And uh, it is, I can't say that it's a great episode, but it is certainly, Trainwreck was used a lot in tweets the next day <laughs> from people that were there. So I'm just saying, let the buyer beware, you know, caveat emptor, uh, buy this at your own risk. But thanks again, Baltimore, for being patient with the late start and uh, for sending up all the shots, shots, shots. <laughs> thanks also to the 600 peeps who came out to my show at the Wilbur Theater in Boston and to the uh, 6,000 plus 311 fans who screamed at Graham Elwood and I during our entire appearance. <laughs> On stage at the Pow Wow Festival, uh, it was it was really fun to, to be there. But the audience was just like Aah! the whole time, and Graham was like, "I'm gonna do a bit," and the audience was like, Aah! and then so then he'd stop, and so the whole, our whole performance was crazy. It was mostly me uh, kicking uh, beach balls back into the crowd. But I like I said, I had a great time, and I can't wait for the next. 311 cruise. It's going to be in May. Two oceans. Twelve. Oh yeah. Peanut. So the number one movie in the country right now is Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which I oh, three people enjoyed. We have some monkeys in the audience. Uh, I haven't seen it yet because I refuse to see any movie that has of the in the title twice. New rule. Uh, I'm going to be at the uh, Galaxy Theater in Santa Ana on August 21st doing a uh, Benson interruption. And please bring your name tags because I'm going to have a special guest come down to the Galaxy Theater in Santa Ana and play the Leonard Malton game uh, head-to-head against audience members. So that's going to be a lot of fun. My guests tonight are three of my favorites. Please welcome... Traffic pending. One of them might not be here yet. <laughs> Please welcome James Gunn, Steve Agee, and Jeff Garland. All right. Only two of us. Fair enough. No Jeff. No Jeff Garland. Hi, Jeff Garland. He's stuck in traffic. He called me from his cell phone. There's an RV tipped over on the freeway. There is. Did anybody else drive down? Do you see that thing? It looks like an RV fell from the sky. It's just like a big smashed open RV. Like I literally thought it, I was like looking for a cliff that it fell from, but it's, there's nothing around it. It's just a big smashed open RV. It's like something out of Magnolia. <laughs> the original Dark. draft Daddy of Dark. Magnolia. Yeah, yeah. yeah one, one frog dera- makes an RV flip over. I think yeah. it's from the future. Uh, <laughs> James Gunn. That was James Gunn talking about the RV. Everybody, Super is out on DVD today. <laughs> Yay! Oh, I love that movie. I saw it two and a half times. And uh, why half? As front row Jordan with the baseball nose. Uh, there was a half a time because we were we did some sort of uh, Q and A thing, uh, and I oh, yeah, only yeah. saw the first or the second half. I forget which. Is that the time you did the uh, Q and A with uh, Michael Rooker and Sean Gunn and 
Was we did one Q and A with with Michael and Sean and Steve, and uh, which was like the first no the one worst told Q and A ever. Right? It was well, it was. I had a great time. I thought the audience had a great time, but Michael Rooker and, and probably Sean were not were not told that I was a comedian. <laughs> they were confused, and they, and they also thought you were going to be there. <laughs> so they were like, "Why is uh, you know?" Why are three one of them was like, "Why isn't my brother?" Why they were both. Why isn't my brother doing here? a Q and A? <laughs> Yeah, three actors who are are arguably supporting roles. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. There, there was no leads there, but we still had a fun Q and A because Rooker is fucking Rooker. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and your brother's funny, and then Steve Agee was there. I remember so last, last time. Last time we were here, we were about halfway through. I was here with Rooker, and we were halfway through the whole show before Rooker realized. You were the same guy. I was that, that same guy. Q and A with uh, one week. And he was before. like, "That guy wasn't funny, but you're funny." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it's my crowd this time. But uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. I I, I love doing all that stuff in, in support of of that movie because I, I saw it at South by Southwest and 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 loved it. And Are you reading this? <laughs> <laughs> No, I looked. I looked down to see what's next. That was from the heart. This next part was written down. The opening title animated sequence is fantastic. I love how all of the characters are out of breath at the end. I wrote that down. Yeah, because that is amazing. Because I saw it today. Somebody tweeted just the opening title sequences. Yeah, out yeah. There on there's a website called Art of the Title, which is yeah. a pretty cool website, which just goes through different title sequences and how they came about, how they were made, and it shows you the whole title sequence. Yeah, I'd say I'd say yours is probably the best one. What's another good one over the recent years? Like uh, the Zombieland last one, Land had a great. Oh, Zombieland, Zombieland, Zombieland was, was cool, and I I really liked. Catch, catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can was great. And they do older stuff like Vertigo and things like that as well. But it's a great site. But yesterday they posted the uh, super titles and um, talked to Shad and Julia Vickerman and the folks who put together the, the titles Puny. from a company called Puny Entertainment. How much notage did you have to give them? Like how much back and forth was there in creating that? There was a very... Well, here's the weird thing about the opening titles is that I originally hired another company to do the opening titles. And... When I saw their ver, you know, because in the script it was kind of specific. It's like, you know, this happens. Michael Rooker, you know, shoots beams out of his eyes, and then this guy explodes, and then at the end it becomes a big dance sequence with everybody from the cast dancing together. And I got the first draft of their opening titles, and there was like three people kind of like moving a little bit, you know, shaking. <laughs> like that was their dance sequence, and I, I literally, truly cried. Because it was so different from what You're I like, wanted. Why isn't Greg Henry in the dance <laughs> yeah, sequence? Where's Andrew, as the Andre Royal? <laughs> yeah, and uh, where's Steve oh, Agee? Bub- Bubs from the Wire yeah, is, the is in uh, is in Super. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I I fired them and hired Puny Entertainment, who does Yo Gabba Gabba, you know, and uh, um, and they came through. So the first time I saw it, it was great, but this, there was a script to it. I mean, it says you know, but they added a lot of stuff and they really took it all the way. We had a few, you know. It's so and fun, forth, and how many? How much? Uh, when did the song get, become a part of it? Oh, it's the a song, great song. The song was a part of it from the first time I wrote the script. I imagine that song, Czar's Calling All Destroyer," being part of the opening, you know, credits. When I first imagined all those characters dancing to uh, the song, I imagined using that song. It's a 
amazing. It makes you so pumped for the movie, and then the movie's so heavy and dark and fucked up that it's yeah, it's it, a great experience. It cuts directly from the big dance sequence to a very depressing scene between <laughs> Kevin Bacon and Michael and uh, and uh, Rain Wilson. But you said that uh, on Twitter today, you said that you think that more people have seen it since it came out today on DVD than the entire theatrical. Release. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. seeing it today. Yeah, yeah. I, I've gotten just hundreds and hundreds of messages from people who have seen the movie on Blu-ray and DVD today. I think especially from the East Coast, once it started becoming like evening time there, it's just it's been coming in all day and it's been pretty pretty fun, pretty exciting. You can That's get it awesome. anywhere now, and it, it yeah, you can go to such Target, a limited release. Walmart, Best Buy. I think there's an extra DVD with extra stuff on it. Oh, really? We're going, Rain and I will the be The original there. animated s- yeah. sequence. You guys are going to do a signing here. <laughs> this is going to plop on Friday, but uh, for the people sitting here, you're doing a signing tomorrow at Amoeba? At Amoeba, yeah. Okay, cool. So check that out if you're here in this audience now. If you're listening, don't bother to, don't like try to get a train train or plane ticket. Or Steve, were you upset that your super character wasn't in the opening animation? I was in the opening animation. Oh, then I take that one back. <laughs> I, I, I very briefly you can, oh, okay. you can see me. What do you do in that? I think. What am I doing? I don't remember. I think I'm. I think chasing. you blow. You're, think a little, you're in the background blowing yourself. Yeah, that could be it. Jerking off. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you play crying. the like comic book store jerk I'm off. Insane. Yeah. Like, do you work there or are you just hanging out there? I think you tell me. I work what's, well your, what's your backstory of your character? Just one line. I work there. Yeah. That's you what work, you do because you're behind the counter behind sleeping. The counter. You work there yeah. with yeah. Ellen Page. Yeah. yeah. Who, by the way, I just want to throw this out there because I know there's one person that li- at least one person that listens to this podcast that's an Academy voter. So I think there should be a serious campaign for Ellen Page for Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, for her performance in that movie. Great. I agree. Uh, you know, uh, Chris I mean, Rain Wilson's awesome too. But to to hope for a Best Actor nod would yeah. be like that's really crazy. But uh, for her, since she's been nominated previously yeah. and is so amazing. And is a very pivotable, pivotable, <laughs> pivotal. Yeah, it's and pivotal then, and, then when, and pivotal. And then when they do, you know, when they when they introduce her at the academy and they show the scene, you know, with the, her scene, it could be the one either where she rapes Rain Wilson, <laughs> or the scene where she makes fun of the way mongoloids look, because that's so that's the kind of thing the academy loves. It is. It will be <laughs> troublesome for the clip department at every <laughs> TV station in the world, but uh, the part where she talks. Talks about how her vagina is gushy. Gushy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's great in it, so I'm going to campaign for her. I campaigned for you know the girl who played Hit Girl uh, yeah. last year. So that look how that worked. That out. didn't really work out. My campaigns can't do anything, but I still try. So Jeff Garland, let me ask you this. <laughs> 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 I'll ask, Steve will play Jeff, and I'll ask him the question I wrote down for Jeff. What do your kids think of Wall-E? Isn't it fucking bleak for children? My kids went to the movie. They didn't even know it was me. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing makes me happier than Jeff Garland laughing while he's telling his story. So... I don't know. It's it's amazing. Oh though. God, it's, he's if he gets here, I'm sure. Let's he'll talk do about him as if he's dead. He was so <laughs> he was so great. I know he was heading over in his RV. I know he was heading over in his RV. Yeah. <laughs> 
he was heading over in the sequel to Harvey. And Robin Williams was yelling, and Cheryl Hines was like, we've worked together. Um, so what have you guys seen lately? Have you been to the cinema lately? Uh, it, it, with all the excitement of Super coming out? I saw Rise of the Planet of the Apes this uh, on Sunday, which... To me, it was by far uh, the best blockbuster of the summer. I mean, I, I loved wow. it. I loved it. And I, I got teary-eyed. Hold up. Better than Green Lantern. <laughs> Barely. Barely better. Better than Thor. I that's mean, you pretty... Know, you, so you really like. liked it. I can't... I'm having trouble getting into it. I haven't Did seen it. Did you see it? it? I haven't seen Dude, it. Dude, it's great. It, did you guys see it? <laughs> Those monkeys... The reviews are pretty good. It gets three or four stars from pretty much everyone. Yeah, I mean, I heard the studio didn't have... I mean, they didn't show it to people until like three days. They didn't show it to critics like till like three days before the... the uh, How, why do you think the they didn't know they had a good movie on You know, their because studios are idiots. They always... You know, they... <laughs> don't know if a movie is good or if people are going to like it and they, they have other movies they put out there right away that they think are going to be big hits or, or not big hits that people are going to like and other ones they don't. But I mean people love the movie. I went to see it with eight people this weekend. It was my birthday this weekend. And, um, yeah. Happy oh, birthday. birthday. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and I went to see it uh, with like eight people and every single person I was with loved the movie. So I, I'm very. Uh, That's great. Very I'm glad happy. you all liked it, and I, I hope I will like it. But I'm still I mean, really. You, I'm skeptical. It's you know the emotional part of it works, and it's great seeing those apes run around and kill humans. You are 100 percent wanting gorillas to kill humans at the end of the movie. I mean, <laughs> it's like every time a gorilla yeah. throws a guy off a bridge, you're 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 happy. <laughs> yeah, like Tom Felton's really mean to the monkeys. I heard. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yes. I saw Arthur on the plane home from was wherever I was, and I didn't love it. But you know what? I was charmed by Russell Brand and and the and the girl in it, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, and she's I thought, great. I thought these two are both very extremely likable, and their throwaway lines are really funny. Like it's a movie with a horrible plot, and all the throwaway lines are funny. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's charming, uh, you know, on a plane. But if I was in a movie theater, I'd be like, "When's he gonna get caught between the moon and New York City?" <laughs> Uh, did you guys see Captain America? No, I haven't seen it yet. Cause, and, and, but the people in the audience, did you think the cinematography was extra dark on that movie, or is it just me? Because I saw a, a 2D version of it, and some guy wrote me a long email hipping me to the fact that uh, apparently theaters across the country uh, and the world are being lame about like when a movie's 2D and not 3D, they're like not switching over the proper... Uh, equipment, and so that like movies are being projected darker when they're supposed to be 2D, but they could have been in the 3D theater or something. Some, it was such a long, complicated thing. I was like, I, by the end of it, I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> but so, apologies to anyone who, if you're in a theater and the movie seems too dark, I guess you should could complain or say something to somebody and not assume that it was just photographed that way. By the way, I love that people clap just when you said 2D. <laughs> Which I agree. I fucking hate. Oh yeah, I I've been, 3D. I've I've been on a crusade. Like I, I really seek out 3D movies in 2D, and I'm kind of frustrated because I don't think Glee in 3D is gonna have any 2D showings. Because <laughs> it's for an exclusive two weeks only. That's so weird when a movie comes out two weeks only. Oh, like they're not gonna fucking keep it around if it's doing good yeah. business. Yeah. It's more like just trying to trick people into going immediately and getting a better number on on the opening weekend. You should have tried that with Super. You should. Just said yeah. one night only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, held over to 
Saturday. We did that by accident. <laughs> We're going to Sunday. That sort of thing. This is crazy how late Jeff is. Yeah. Like, I thought he'd just be a few minutes late. No, it's bad. I'm telling you, I left really early, and I barely made it. So, Is there a chance he won't make it at all? No. That's no. unlikely. Okay. Yeah. It's 7.52 Pacific Standard. <laughs> and we're going to wrap this up at about 8.15. So I, what do you think? When do you think he's going to get here? Uh, oh, wow. Wow. Hey, I think it'll be really Five minutes. close to 8. Five yeah. minutes? Yeah. I, I want to start the Leonard Maltin game in three minutes. Is Arthur drunk in he's, the movie? Yeah, yeah. He's because got, in the he's trailer, got he's not drunk. Well, yeah, they don't. For some reason, they don't uh, push that in the trailer. I don't, I don't know why. I, I'm always amazed by how... Like drunkenness and pop being high are like so so treated so differently like in the media and stuff. Like if you watch any episode of Ellen in the afternoon, <laughs> she's not gonna make any references to anybody being high unless it's like about some crazy hippie that did some weird thing. Yeah. But she goes to the let's get drunk well. She makes jokes about drinking a shot or doing scotch like all the time. And her biggest fan base is probably women who would sign up for Mothers Against Drunk Driving. But somehow it's still funny to, to reference drinking, but not at all funny or okay to mention marijuana. What are your thoughts? I think it would be... <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculous. What does that have to do with movies? <laughs> I get mad at Ellen so much. Well, and then she then, she, then it's time to dance, and you're like, I forgive her. <laughs> She's dancing through the audience. I wish I could do that, like my show every night. Don't have to prepare any jokes. Just say, hey, it's time to dance. And I just dance through the crowd, and then I interview Justin Timberlake. Does it? <laughs> Does Ellen seem like an awful human being to you? Is that is that well, a thing to say? I no, I mean seriously. Very she evenly seems, divided audience. I'm not. I, I know there's like this. Is, I know you got a big crossover with the Ellen crowd, Doug Benson. But but she's good at. The, but I'm she's not good at projecting she as she's good at projecting that she's nice on the TV show. And I'd say off camera, she is not as nice as you. That's as she what, is on camera. But she's also not ter- not terrible. What, I hope. That's what my I mean, guess. I know is. a lot of writers that like she. Fired my stuff. my assist. This is I'm going to get somebody in trouble. But my assistant used to work for Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, and yeah. um and people are not contractually you know contractually they're not allowed to talk about other people. You know, of course I try to get her to talk. You know, tell me shit about Ellen DeGeneres all the time, and she won't do it. <laughs> but she makes a face, and I don't think she does it on purpose. She smiles real big. Yeah, <laughs> Every time you bring up her name, just she makes lights a face. Up. I have to tell you, I, w- I wrote some, I tried to write some jokes for her for the Emmys one year. I don't think she did a single joke of mine, but it was still, you know, fun to hang out, and uh, and th- that whole process was interesting to me. But uh, <laughs> uh, one time I was at her house, and uh, Portia de Rossi, like, walked in, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, from somewhere, and so they sort of said hi or whatever, but they sort of, like, made out for a second in yeah. front of me, <laughs> and it, it probably was one of the top five things that's ever <laughs> I'll tell you the most embarrassing story ever. When when I first moved to Los Angeles, uh, I lived with Jamie Kennedy, and I went to. I did. I lived in. Wait, is that the embarrassing story? (laughs) That's the beginning of an embarrassing story. It's been more embarrassing. He was great on Entourage this week. I lived. I lived in Jamie Kennedy's guest house, and we. I went to the, the the Scream Two premiere and spent a whole night. Coming on to Portia de Rossi. 
for real. For absolutely for real. I completely thought I was in there and then was very surprised when things yeah. didn't work out. But the whole night you were like, this uninterested bitch thing is really turning me on. Yeah. She was this really, is really appealing. She was really nice. She seemed to like me. She hung out with me. We were hanging out, but it just it didn't. Yeah. Uh, that that part didn't happen. She seems very sweet, and you know, and her involvement in Arrested Development makes her untouchable in my mind because because mm-hmm. she was great on she was great on it and seemed to get it, you know. And she was good on that Better Off Ted, and the, she's good. She's a good actress. All right, <laughs> Jeff is still not here. For those of you noticing that Jeff Garland isn't doing all the talking. <laughs> I invited him down here thinking he would dominate this show and we wouldn't get to have any of the conversations I wanted to have. And now I've had all of those. (laughs) And I wish I mean, is it so late that we should get someone else to come in, you know, for the Leonard Malton game? Like, Wayne? I don't know. That's that's what I'm wondering is like, at what point? Because we got to play the game. So we could we could just have the two of you play against each other, or we could we could nom, nom, go forever. We could nominate an audience member to play on Jeff's behalf until he arrives. Yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. All right, let's see your name. Well, wait, wait, wait! Somebody who looks really stupid. <laughs> Jeff isn't really stupid. But let's see your name. Where's the name tags, you guys? Everyone doesn't have name yeah, tags tonight. Tag. Jordan, of course. Oh, what am I talking about? Jordan. Jordan up there. Come on. You say you're terrible at it. Come play. All right, it's Jordan, everybody. He's here every week with his baseball. He's never. He's never won. Have you ever? You've never won, right? Never won. Over yeah. five. Over five. Five people have played for him. And he's never won. a good chance to win now. Now now here's a chance for you to play and win for yourself. This is exciting. (laughs) No, don't worry about that. There's somebody with a skateboard up there. That's an awesome name tag on a skateboard. All right, so... Play for somebody? Yeah, you're going to play for somebody. Awesome. uh, I love Pez. Steve has already got his. He's playing for yeah, Matt, Matt with the Batman I, I Pez the, dispenser. The, the skateboard, guys. That's, that's, that's going too far. James wants there a skateboard. If you can go grab it, James, that'd be uh, But I'm really bad. Awesome. I've lost every time. What do you mean every time? You've only been on uh, twice before? Twice, yeah. yeah, yeah. Third time's the charm. Last time I Jordan's going to pick one. Is there any baseballs out there? <laughs> have, have a baseball banana. kismet? Which, oh, he got a banana. That's nice. Another B word. <laughs> so that's fun. Jordan with the baseballs playing for Jude with the banana. It's like a terrible film title from the 70s. And uh, what's the name on your skateboard there, James? Meredith. Meredith, Meredith. is my uh, person. Nice. Yeah. She wrote her name on, on the bottom of the skateboard. Does he get to keep it? No. No. <laughs> She's so needs no a ride home. home. Yeah. <laughs> and Steve got a uh, Batman Pez dispenser yep. that, that someone took a Sharpie and wrote Matt on. <laughs> I assume Matt it was Man. I assume it was Matt who did it. Let me check my messages, see if, if Jeff's even trying to text. I guess he's he's obeying California law and not texting while driving. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's probably stuck in like if I get stuck and it's not moving, I feel like texting's okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. At that point, because then you're just going to get in a fender bender at worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laws don't apply when there's traffic. Yeah, it's like every man for himself. Or monkey. <laughs> if, you're, if you're on the Golden Gate Bridge and the cl- yeah. climax of rise. Why didn't they call it giant erection of the planet of the apes? <laughs> All right. Here are the categories. Let's let Jordan start us off. Great. Playing for Jeff Garland, playing for Jude. (laughs) 
Jordan, Jeff, Jude. Would you like, which category would you like, Jordan, Jeff, Jude? Would you like uh, Vanilla Ice? That's movies with either vanilla or ice in the title. Because movies starring Vanilla Ice are just one. Uh, at Norito Ott, O-T-T, suggested bad movies, which are movies with bad in the title. And then uh, it's uh, Anna Kendrick's birthday today, but I just wanted to give her a shout-out. She doesn't have enough movies to qualify. <laughs> She's been in four movies and all the Twilight films, so it'd be too easy, I, th- I think. I don't know. She's, she said I, she shouldn't be a category. We talked about it. Um, but Tom Lennon is also celebrating a birthday, another uh, former guest on the show. So... Uh, so in honor of Anna's birthday and Tom's birthday, let's do movies that Tom Lennon is in. Which one would you like? Uh, I'm going to go with the crowd and go with uh, the Tom Lennon movies. Oh, nice. Right. Even though I know like one. The crowd loves him. Uh, <laughs> this movie's from 2009. Uh, Leonard gives it two and a half stars. I'm just looking around. Did Jeff Garland just walked in. I thought maybe Jeff walked in. And he's like, oh, there's no seat for me. That's exactly what he sounds like. Uh, two and a half stars from Leonard, this 2009 uh, motion picture uh, from the category... What was the category? Tom Lennon movie? I was just testing you. Uh, the two main characters are sharply drawn and well played. And TV star Lou Ferrigno plays himself. That's a pretty strong clue. It's from 2009, two and a half stars, and there are uh, 12 names. How many names do you think you get it in, Jordan? Then we'll go to James Gunn. Uh, 11. 11 names. Smart opening bid. (laughs) (laughs) Why take any risks? James, what do you think? Well, I know I saw this movie, but I can't remember exactly what it is, so I'm going to say... you shouldn't give, he's that, gonna a, under, he's you gonna shouldn't under, give that away to your competitors. I know, but he's going to underbid me. Um, so, uh, five names. Okay. That's good. Strong. Steve? Uh, I'll say two names. Nice. Yeah. Come back to Jordan, playing for Jude. Name it. Name that movie, Steve. I'm you get two name. names? Yeah. Do you want the clues again? Yeah. <laughs> or just the names. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno plays himself. Two main characters are sharply drawn and well played. Two and a half stars. 2009. And your two names are Lou Ferrigno. (laughs) 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 And Sarah Burns. Is it I Love You, Man? That's correct! (laughs) Steve Agee on the board. Jordan challenged him. We'll start with James and then go to Steve. And your category options are, it's Sam Elliott's birthday today, so the film's awesome. Sam Elliott. That's awesome, dude. I love that guy. Uh, summer blockbusters, because, you know, it's summer, and there are blockbusters that happen in the summer. And at Kellyanne Rogers suggested Cowboys and Aliens. That's movies that have either Cowboys or Aliens. <laughs> Jesus, that's like every movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, most of the film. I, I'm going to go ahead and do Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> All right. This movie with Cowboys or Aliens is from 1992. Leonard Maltin gives it two stars. 
he says about this movie that it is uh, followed by a sequel and has some good performances. <laughs> All right, I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more. Also, every movie. I'll give you. I'll give you one more. Uh, a sense, a feeling of deja vu hangs over the proceedings. He says about this movie that has good performances and was followed by a sequel. Uh, and there's two stars, 1992, and there are nine names. Some whispering in the audience. James got... Wait, I thought we were going to... Yeah, we'll start with James? Yeah, yeah. Is that what I said? I'll do it with... Uh, I'll, I can do it in uh, eight names. <laughs> All right. This time we go to Jordan. So we switch the order around each time. We'll go, I'll go seven this time. I'll give it a little bit of a shot this time. Seven. You would have a chance if you could hear seven names. <laughs> I'll say six. <laughs> Steve Agee says six. James Gunn. Okay, I want uh, Steve to name it. With six oh, names? Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's already on the board with a point? This could end Good right chance. Now. This could end right now. I'm not going to. This could end right now. Then, then we'll do ten minutes of talking about Jeff Garland. <laughs> and whether or not he'll, he'll make it. This is some Jack Bauer shit, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, six names. Pete Postlethwaite. The late Pete Postlethwaite. And this is 92? Yes, sir. Okay. There was a sequel after it, and Deja Vu hangs over it. Is Pete Postlethwaite in the sequel? Good performances. Can I? <laughs> that doesn't matter. Can't, I can't, okay, go ahead. You can't ask that many questions. Yeah. Lance Henriksen. Danny Webb, Ralph Brown, Brian Glover, and Paul McGann from 1992 has Cowboys or Aliens in it. Somebody uh, just whispered species. Shut up. 92. Why is whispering make it okay? <laughs> Loud whispering species. <laughs> or maybe that's just how that person sounds when they sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you then. Gesundheit. What do you think, Steve? I, I have no idea. Name a movie that has cowboys or aliens in it from around 1992. Well, that would get two stars. So it's not that has a sequel, so I don't know. I mean, I would have guessed like Tombstone or the something. The sequel thing is, confu- is a confusing clue, I'll admit it. Right now. <laughs> I just couldn't find anything else. Everything else gives it away. More of the same sequel. Uh, you give up, right? Yeah. More of the same sequel has Weaver and other survivors of aliens <laughs> on an isolated <laughs> prison planet where, you guessed it, the alien regenerates itself and runs amok. <laughs> oh, you got the word amok in there. Isn't he, isn't he smart? A-M-O-K. Anyway, Alien 3 is the name of the movie, and who made you name it? That's me. Guns. James made you name it, so... Tied. We're tied. Very exciting. You each have a point. Jeff Jordan, Garland's doing terrible. But that, you know, Jordan told us ahead of time that he's not good at it, so I, I think he's doing great. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. I'm very impressed. And you get, you get to start this time, and then we'll, then we'll go, what would be the reverse order? Go to James? Species. Species. People are still whispering species. Species. Is that a category suggestion? I thought he said Spaceballs when he first said it, which I thought would be a, I would love to see a Pete Postlewaite uh, role in Spaceballs. <laughs> he was Chewbacca. 
Oh, no, that was John Candy was the Chewbacca in that. Okay, so, uh, Jordan, you get a pick, right? Yeah, I get a okay. pick again. Uh, lions, tigers, and bears. Movies that feature a lion, tiger, bear, or all of the above. Uh, at Big Moser, M-O-S-E-R, suggested One Fine Day, which is the films of Rafe or Joseph Fine. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. And then we'll give you once again Vanilla Ice, movies with vanilla or ice. Which one would you like? I have no shot at this one at all. <laughs> but One Fine Day is actually my favorite chick flick, so we're going to go with that one. <laughs> that is not a bad chick flick. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's not good either, but... Okay. Um, three and a half stars from Leonard for this 1998 spirited, entertaining speculation. He calls it a speculation. What a weird word to use. But accurate when you, once you know. <laughs> and he says that uh, it's witty and sensual. All right. So it's 1998. It's spirited, entertaining speculation that is witty and sensual. He gives it three and a half stars. Uh, either Rafe or Joseph Fine is in this movie, and you have 11 names. Yep, 11. Jordan 11 says Jordan's going, <laughs> Jordan's going with a strong, passionate 11 names. And we go to James. Eight names. Name that movie. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. By the way, you could have included the movies of Larry Fines. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't spell it the same way. And I, 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 how many features did they do? Was it always just like the Three Stooges in Outer Space? Yeah. And the Three Stooges yeah. go to Camp David. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I think you're going to get it. Okay. Yeah. I'm confident in you with your eight names. Do you want the clues again? Yeah. Three, three and a half stars from Leonard, 1998. Spirited, entertaining speculation uh, that is also witty and sensual. And your eight out of 11 names are Anthony Schur, Martin Clunes, Tom Wilkinson, Ben Affleck, Emilda Staunton, Colin Firth, Simon Cowell, and Judy Dench. Simon in the audience. Simon know. Cowell? No, no, no. <laughs> Callo, Callo, C A L O W, C A L L O W, Callo. Simon Cowell is not the fifth build person in a sensual, witty. <laughs> it would be a speculation. It would be a speculation. Is it uh, Shakespeare in Love? That's correct. Judy Dench, of course, Oscar nominated for that. So that's a big clue. Ben Affleck wasn't bad in that, I thought, under the circumstances. What are the circumstances? That he sucks. Well, no, just that, that... No, he doesn't. He's actually okay sometimes. Yeah, but just that, just that that guy from the kinds of things he was doing was suddenly in this movie about Shakespeare, and he, he pulled it off. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, does that mean I win? That means you're the winner, yeah. All you right, got the two great. points. You win for Meredith. 
I never told anybody what's in the prize package, but uh, I'll do it now because uh, people deserve to know. You get a DVD and CD of Super. It's a DVD and a Blu-ray. A Blu-ray. What I say? A CD? Yeah. You yeah. get a CD of the movie Super. Listen to it seriously. <laughs> if you just listen to it, you'll find you'll find out some things. The visuals they oversell it. No, uh, a Blu-ray. I, I'm just not used to Blu-rays because I, I haven't got it yet. Really? I don't do it yet. Why? Because I'm dumb. It's great. I don't watch a lot of movies at home. It's great. We got great, we got great stuff on here. We got a commentary with me and Rain. I'm totally plugging. Uh, we have a commentary with me and Rain, and then uh, behind the scenes. And, and a How to Fight Crime feature. How to, how to Fight It's actually extra footage of uh, the Crimson Bolt and Bolty fucking around in uh, South by Southwest and a bunch I of shit. I love it. I love Deleted it. So those, scenes. So those are in there. And, and uh, you know, if you didn't win today, then go and, go and get it your, some other way. Uh, and it's super, no eight, just super. And uh, but they'll be right next to each other for uh, for all time. That's and, right. And alphabetical listings. It will be a little first, which is pretty first. awesome. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he also brought a copy of the screen, an unbound copy of the screenplay. So it feels like it's feels like it's fresh out of the typewriter. This is some Barton fake shit. <laughs> And uh, it's signed by everybody in the movie, yeah, as far as I can tell, yeah. It's got Rain Wilson, Ellen Page, Liv Tyler, Kevin Bacon, Nathan Fillion, me, who else Looks is Looks like there? you got Molly Millie to sign it. Molly Millie. You got Schmingle Mangle, you got <laughs> Andre Royals on there. Andre Royal, Bubs Michael Rooker, Greg Henry, Sean Gunn. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, Steve Agee brought a copy of the Sarah Silverman program script called Nightmare. It's the one where Brian and I got married. Yeah, and it's and he wrote Let's Get Gay on it. Let's Get Gay? Nothing? Okay. Uh, Jeff Garland, since he's not here, I wrote something on his behalf. A Curb Your Enthusiasm notepad <laughs> that I got at a thing once. And then, uh, of course, the Douglas movie sticker, Doug Benson Professional Humor Edian. And uh, I wrote Woot Monkeys, of course. Somebody gets a Woot Monkey. And uh, some of the audience gets one. Are there any babies in the crowd tonight? They've been very quiet tonight, babies. Oh, back row. Nice. Congratulations. I've never gotten it that far. That's what she said. Jordan, thank you. Jordan, thank you for playing for Jeff. Thank you. Nicely thank you. done. Thank you. Jordan. Thank you. Sixth time in the game. Still hasn't won the prize package. You get, to, you get to name a shithead, of course. Please stay away from things I don't want to say. <laughs> really? Here, go ahead and write it down. And uh, where is... Uh, uh, Meredith is up there. You get all this stuff. So if you can make your way down here, that'd be awesome because it's hard for me to get to you. She doesn't care. She just, like, keep that stuff. <laughs> oh, there she is. Thank you, Meredith. Congratulations, Meredith. And uh, who are you playing for, Steve? Where's Matt at? Matt, you come name a shithead for me. <laughs> Jordan. Yeah. Why? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's an interesting shithead. Really? Yeah, I got a... F uh, Brody Stevens, I'm a big fan of his, and there's some stuff going on. Oh, uh, yeah, they're having a... There's a thing, but yeah, hopefully they'll work it out. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I think I know. Is that the guy from... Uh, was he on uh, Desperate Housewives? I don't know. It's the first name that popped in my brain. Okay. All right. I, I have a beef. With, I have a beef with that show too. All right. Uh, one more time, everybody, for my guest, uh, Jeff Jordan Garland. He probably just gave up and drove, drove back home or something. 
Because he would have come up here. I, I hope he would have come up Maybe he stopped stage. to help, Doug. <laughs> but probably not. <laughs> I've seen the movie RV. Maybe I could help out. I'm going to keep working on that. Maybe I could be in the direct-to-DVD Wall E2. Uh, James Gunn, everybody. Thank you, James. Happy birthday, James. Always a fun guest. and uh, Oh, yeah. I didn't tell you about it. Steve sent me for my birthday a picture of his balls, and he sang a song that the chorus was, Happy birthday, James. You're a little older today. Fuck you, James. <laughs> Well, the picture of his balls thing is just because it's not your birthday. It's because it's a Tuesday, <laughs> and uh, or whatever day it was. Uh, he's I, if Steve sends something with a picture attached, I don't open it. <laughs> so lesson learned. Usually send emails that say, "Hey, we should go to this this weekend," and then when people open it, it's yeah, like, we should not go to this this weekend. Yeah, we should go to my balls this weekend. Uh, and I get did I get another round of applause for you, Steve Agee? Thanks, Doug. We will reschedule uh, Jeff Garland for as soon as, as soon as we possibly can. And uh, I'll be taping uh, podcasts this weekend at the Del Close Marathon at UCB in New York. And I hope that I see some uh, name tags in the crowd. And then uh, I'll be at the Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis August 16th through 18th. And Hyenas in Dallas and Fort Worth August 28th and 29th. All of my tour dates are douglasmovies.com. And as always, <laughs> Zach Galifianakis is a shithead. <laughs> I'm going to bleep that one. And, <laughs> and James Denton is a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader